0: word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created A Year of Content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayeerofcontent.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my festive and New Year, New You co-host, Mina Kunlositap. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. I'm like, who, me? (laughs) What? What? The holidays? New
1: Year? (laughs) Yeah, New Year. I know. It's like Christmas hasn't even happened yet. No, it has. It has. When this is airing, it will happen. In the future. (laughs) Coming to you Hello, from the future. future festive Mina. And then the new year, yes, is upon us.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, we still can't get our years right. If you hang around us enough, you know that numbers are not our thing. And so we have no idea what year it is, but happy new year to all of you. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Happy New Year. So this is gonna be exciting. We're not going to jump too much into how excited we are about the new year, but we really, really, really are. And it's because it's more
0: like a knock on wood. Don't say you're too excited. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't 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 wake the baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But we are thoroughly excited because it's a really big year. You know, I think that I've mentioned before that I really think that third year of a business is really a big deal. And I always scratch off that first year of business for myself and Jacqueline. This is because our we fifth started... year, my friend. No, it isn't. I counted last night, believe it or not. Okay, 18. so stick with us here. No, no. 2018. 18, 2019, 2020. Oh, shoot. I miscounted. <laughs> <laughs> I told you numbers weren't I think. 2021. Okay, so this is our fourth year. Oh, shoot. You know, I applied for something yesterday and I said we have three and a half years of business. I skipped 2020 in my mind. Of course, you did. <laughs> Everyone I did. I literally brought up my fingers and, and literally did the same sort of thing. If it. you were watching this 18, live, we're counting 19, on a hand of five 20, fingers. 21. Oh, it's been a full four years. So it should have been four. Yeah, yeah, it's been a full. 20, 20, yeah, four years instead of three and a half. I wasn't that off. I don't know where I got that half because I counted 2017. So luckily- So technically
0: four and a half years.
1: And Yeah, because it 22 was will be our October fifth year. 2017. Okay, anyways- the point is, we're excited. <laughs>
0: don't come to us for numbers is really the point. <laughs> Strategies, no, no. yes.
1: Numbers, so no. In my mind, clearly, it all just has to do with your mind and your perception of time is that this is the year, <sighs> the third year in my mind, but it's actually fourth or fifth year. <laughs> so don't use um, the <laughs> That it's going to be a year of big things happening because it's a ramp up. You know, this is actually the first, this will be the third year that we've actually had a team. That's what I was thinking a lot about because it, you know, the thing that I was filling out yesterday was a a application to be in somebody else's mastermind. And we fully believe that in order to like up level ourselves, we should all be in masterminds too. So the question was like, how have things changed, you know? And in my mind, I was thinking, okay, well, this is our third, will be our third year. We're hiring a lot of people. That's like 10 to 15 people (laughs) according to our org chart. And um, that is going to be a huge thing. So it's like, Where my head was at.
0: Yes. So again, as I prefaced, numbers Uh not our thing. Strategies, yes, our thing. So today we're going to talk about marketing strategies for twenty twenty two to sell more. Now, exactly what Mina was saying, though, we've you know we've had our finger on the pulse. We are very close to so many product based business owners, um, what they're doing across the board. So we work with startups to. $10 million businesses, over $10 million businesses, as well as our own. And so we get this really amazing backseat, behind the scenes view of so many business owners and what they're all doing. And the thing is, is each of you are so creative in your strategies and so creative in the things that you do. And so when we have the honor, especially within our masterminds to work with product bosses and our students in multi-stream machine, we get to hear about things that they've done and tried and that they've worked or they haven't worked. And so you know, what we've pulled together here are these top marketing strategies for all of you to use in 2022 to sell more because ultimately marketing and sales go hand in hand, right? You market mm-hmm. for visibility, but marketing also, the 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 goal in marketing is that it leads to sales. And what we teach in Multi-Stream Machine is that sales can also be a marketing tactic to get you, not tactic, but to get you in front of more eyes, to get you a bigger audience. So we're really excited to share with you, you know, some top tips here in this episode. Um, So as you enter into 2022, you feel prepared and you feel like you have somewhere to focus.
1: Yeah. It's like we're bringing it all together because during the time of this year and doing all these, you know, behind the scene peaks and peeking behind the curtain of so many businesses, a lot of times Jacqueline and I are, we're paying very close attention, but we're also getting ahead of it. We try to be thought leaders and, you know, here's what you should do. Here's how to get ahead of this. We were very, we very much knew how to tackle COVID before COVID happened. I know that sounds ridiculous, but we had done a podcast episode. We already knew that we had to help our community, all these different things that we got in front of it as best we could. So now what, you know, now with us, being like, this is our world. We're so immersed in what product businesses are doing all the way from startup to like Jacqueline mentioned, you know, $10 million businesses. So eight figure businesses that we get to see, okay, here's what we tried to do or how we got ahead of it and how we thought for futuristically for it, how we thought forward for all of it. And now what are we seeing as we're going into 2022? How can we really um, bring that all together at the end of 2021, to step into 2022 in the way of leading it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So we're excited to dig into these and, you know, get out your notepads. Let's, you know, use this as a little bit of like a mini workshop. And for all of you to just keep in mind, if you're not on our on our email list yet, please get on our email list, follow us on Instagram, um, because we have a free workshop series coming to you in the month of January to really kick off 2022 in the best possible way, as well as our Bestseller Secrets Challenge that's coming up early in uh, February. So just so many ways to support all of you. as we we step into this new year and really try to make it our best year yet. So, all right, Mina, let's jump in. So I think the first one, I wanna go with a little bit of like Captain Obvious over here and say that the first one is to stop relying on social media. Yes, Mm -hmm. Marky Mark Zuckerberg, we are talking to you.
1: And now we can just flow out of our mouths how we wanna (laughs) talk about Marky Mark. (laughs) Because he doesn't own Apple Podcasts, right? (laughs) I mean, I sure hope not. Is not this yet. part of Meta yet? Um, so Marky Mark Zuckerberg proved to us that it is a one-way relationship. It's like, <laughs> you know, he literally is in it for himself. <laughs> it's a bad relationship that we all got to get it's out a of. a bad relationship. You know, I think what we saw is that you need a pay to play in mm-hmm. his arena, right? It was only social for so long, but we saw... TikTok emerge. We saw reels come into play. We saw reels go out in we a way. Clubs,
0: clubhouse come in for a minute. Clubhouse leave for, you know, uh-huh. all time.
1: <laughs> Marky Mark these are all still there too, by the way. We're just talking about like the initial like bang of it, it coming out, you know. And then also, you know... Remember when WhatsApp and Instagram and Facebook went down? We did a podcast episode Doesn't on anyone that. Remember that day when yeah.
0: when social media just blacked out and we all said, how will we ever talk to each other ever again?
1: <laughs> how will we reach our
0: customers? What will happen if they never come back?
1: Yeah. So that we can say that this codependent relationship on Marky Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook and, and Instagram and Meta is is, he's not dependable. So we need to stop relying on him, right? So stop relying on social media is what we're getting to with all that rant of... With the drama. You know, with, <laughs> with the, the dramatics. Drama, with a dash of <laughs> drama mixed in there.
0: <laughs> I mean, humor, we're humoring you, but at the same time, and, and you know, me and I work with so many different students and, and, and people in our masterminds and you know, there's a lot of conversation. Oh, the algorithm's down. Oh, are yeah. you not getting the story views that you get? I used to post and I could, this would happen and now it's not happening. And, and you know, the beautiful, wonderful thing. So thank you, Marky Mark Zuckerberg was that we had this ability to connect with anyone anywhere in the world for free by using these social platforms. And that's an amazing thing. Cause Amina and I first started our businesses back in the day, we didn't have social media to market through. So we did very traditional marketing. You know, we had to pay for our marketing. We had to mm-hmm. pay. For trade shows and mailers, we'd go to you know overnightprints.com, print out you know mailers and try and Mm -hmm. you know cold email or not email, cold mail, actual snail mail, Mm -hmm. ways to get in front of other people. So, the beautiful thing, my day
1: we had to mail things to people, like (laughs) like, actually, that's my grandma voice. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had to walk to school in the snow. Um, so the thing that we hear a lot is a lot of you are hoping that your connection. Through to your customers will come through social media for free, yeah. and Mark Zuckerberg has set it up now that, and especially with all these algorithm changes, is they don't want, they are not giving businesses the ability to reach new people, new eyes by just posting. It the algorithm is not set for you. Okay, so the only ways that we see it now on social media to the growth is that you have you pay for it which we're going to get to in a later point, that you pay for it. So you pay for ads, but you need to know what you're doing to pay for ads. Don't just boost posts. The second thing is, is that the reels do have a little bit more of organic placement, but a little bit. not I mean, as high it's as it's really was.
1: tapering down, let me yeah. tell you.
0: Yeah. You know. It's like, we could go 15, 20, you know, we had 15 million views last year on a reel that went viral. It's hard now. So that has even kind of slowed down. Hashtags can still get in front of people. And collaborations, like using other people's audiences. And these are things that we teach within Multi Stream Machine. But we want you to just stop relying fully on social media. So still have a presence, right? And do the things that we teach you show up live. You know, if you can do live, if you can do video, if you can do reels, if you can post. But we don't want this to be your thing when you think, Am I marketing my business? That you're like, Yeah, I'm showing up on social media all the time. Because this relationship, like Mina said, is not even, it is not Mm -hmm. giving back the amount of effort and time that you're putting into it.
1: Yeah, we had some uh, masterminders that they their whole business was built on ads. They got to a million dollars. They made all kinds of money on there and we are thrilled for them, right? But they knew going in that eventually they would have to build a different stream, a stronger stream elsewhere. And so they ended up going into Amazon and Shopify, right? So here's an, an email actually too. So they we w- really work with them in not being so dependent on what happens with the algorithm, right? It's really really hard not to get discouraged when you are so dependent on that one stream of revenue, Facebook ads for example, and it, and even when you're paying in it's not working right? So you have to make sure that you have more to your plan than social media.
0: Mm-hmm. And we have students and we have master writers that have built without paying for ads on social mm-hmm. media, but it yeah. was not in, it was not in the last year, two years. It was when, when it was still a very easy, organic social platform where they were able to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so some of you out there might be feeling dismayed, but what we want to just tell you is, you know, stick with us because we you do need to have a presence on social because it's yeah. just part of the world we're in. But but the amount of time that you spend on it, is it is it yielding the results that you're hoping for? If it's not, okay, because we're giving you marketing strategies. If it's not, then you're going to go into this next idea with us, which is where we want you to focus on, um, which is another strategy where it's it's, And we've talked about this in a previous episode, but that you will then be able to see holistically how you can be like our student that got to a million dollars in their first year with paid ads. But then when ads stopped working, they had to rely on other platforms, other ways of communicating with their customers, other ways of building their business so that all their eggs weren't all in one basket. So the next strategy that we want to share with you is that we want you to focus on customer acquisition with pop marketing, which we did an entire episode of, um, and we will link that in the show notes, or I can maybe find it while we're live here. But pop marketing is paid, organic, and partnership. And we want you to realize that it is a mix of all three of these different ways of showing up and marketing to your customers, so your eggs are not all in one basket.
1: Yeah, we did this episode sometime in August, but it was really about how do we get more, you know, when, when Jacqueline was talking about customer ac- acquisition, how do we get more eyes on our business? You know, how it's do episode
0: we get... um, 283 paid versus organic marketing and how and when to integrate them into your business.
1: Yeah. And it was something where that was the first question, the first solution. <laughs> that we had for our client, our masterminder that said, I'm really reliant on Facebook ads, and now I'm in Facebook jail. What do I do? And we said, okay, well, you have to look at the three buckets, paid, organic, and partnership. And now where else do we lean into?
0: Here's what we want to say. Okay. One, there's paid. So here's, here's some ideas of paid. One, paying for ads. So Google ads, YouTube ads, Facebook and Instagram ads, um, Pinterest ads even. So there's that paid way of marketing. So you can pay for ads. You can also pay for things like being in a directory, like our Shop 1 and 5 directory, or um, there are other things out there, like associations that you might pay for to be in front of people. You will pay for other ways to market, like trade shows would be paid because you're physically in front of other people. Cause while trade shows are made for sales, remember we told you marketing and sales go hand in hand. So being at a trade show means that more eyes are coming across you, your business and your products. So that is paid. And a lot of you can probably think when you go to trade shows or markets, while you're thinking you're paying to be in a place for sales, you're also paying to be there for marketing, for visibility.
1: Yeah, you're paying for placement. This was something when you all think about paid. You know, the reason why you have a Facebook ad or Instagram ad is because it interrupts the feed. You're paying for the placement to get in front of the eyes. Same with Google ads someone's searching for you and you pay to pop up when somebody's like googling or shopping or whatever it is, right? The other thing too is they're sitting there driving in the car, you're paying for the ear space of them hearing you on the radio. Um or maybe they're sitting watching TV in the couch, you're paying for placement of a commercial. Or they go to their mailbox, you're paying for placement of the direct mail, for everyday direct mail. Going into their mailbox in the directory. They're searching a directory. You're paying for a placement, a listing to be there in front of them. So it all has to do with placement and getting in front of different eyes. So then that way you can acquire them as a customer.
0: And you also, if you sell on Amazon, and we teach this within multi stream machine, if you sell on Amazon, that's the one place because most of the time we are going to teach you from an form from a non paid marketing strategies. So if you're here at the product boss in, you know, our courses and on on the podcast typically, it's about not paying for your marketing. Where we do teach this is in multi-stream machine on Amazon that you pay for ads because that is the way that you have to to work with that platform, to get in front of more eyes, to kick it off for your business. So that's one of the places, but you'll pay when you're on a certain platform. Some places are pay to play to be places. I used to, um, back in the day with my product line, Kitson, Los Angeles, which was a huge store. It was a thing that like Paris Hilton would walk into and then all the you know press would be there to take pictures. Kitson would have a pay to play, basically. You had to pay to be in their store. Mm-hmm. You had to pay to be in their windows. So that's all part of all of this paid marketing. And the bigger you get and the more you grow, you'll see different opportunities. But we wanted to just quickly talk about paid.
1: Yeah. Remember, also they do that in grocery stores. You pay for the end cap, Mm -hmm. perhaps, or you pay for the shelf space. space. Yeah. So you really think about, you know, its placement into the stores at that point, you know, somebody walking in. And kind of, you know, a lot of paid marketing as well as uh, paid digital marketing, As well as traditional marketing, like commercials, that sort of thing too. Yeah. Question for you, Product Boss.
0: How much time, effort, and money do you spend promoting your business each year? Do you feel like it's paying off? Are you getting tons of visibility? Or do you feel like you're struggling to get more eyes on your products? This is exactly why we created the Small Business Shopping Directory. The Small Business Shopping Directory is an all-in-one place for customers to shop, discover, and support small product businesses every day. It's a place for you to be visible to new customers and get discovered. The Small Business Shopping Directory is the number one small product-based business directory that gets your business in front of thousands of customers who want to support and buy from small businesses just like yours. It's a perfect way to get your products in front of eager buyers this season without having to spend thousands on ads. Our goal is to get you more visibility and to get more eyes on your business. And here's the best part. We're doing this together. The directory is a way for small businesses like yours to join forces and create a big impact because customers can finally find you online and offline. They can support you with their purchasing power. It will take all of us to create this movement of supporting small, and we can do it together. So are you in? We invite you to join the Small Business Shopping Directory. This is your personal invitation to get listed today. You can get up and running in just minutes. So don't wait. You can join now and get your listing by heading to shop1in5.com and click on the link to get listed. So then we get into organic and this is where we lean hard into um, and what we teach and it's in our, you know, signature program. And it's just, it's really where
1: Mina and I, we've been successful with organic marketing. So this is the second bucket, right? So for example, the client, the mastermind I was talking about, they had already been doing paid, right? For Facebook ads, but where else could they do paid marketing? Now, second bucket. Okay. If you don't want any of those, or if you're, you're reviewing those, now we go into organic. And
0: They're a multi-million dollar business at this point. We've helped them grow from zero revenue to million to now multi-million in the few years that we've worked with them. So here's what all of you need to understand. They built their business on paid and then organic they weren't tapping into. Now we have several masterminders that we work with that have multi-million dollar businesses with 200, 500, a thousand followers on Instagram. So this goes back to, you know, strategy number one, stop relying on social media. So... When they had gotten to Facebook jail and they couldn't do their ads, we weren't like lean more into Instagram. We weren't like, go post more there because we know-
1: (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have a following on Instagram either.
0: The customer wasn't there. The results weren't there. The algorithm was not playing for them. Wasn't worth their time. No, wasn't worth their time. So five points to the person that says this first out there in the world of listeners. But what was one of the number one organic things we told them to do? Email. Okay. So when social media shut down, we got so many messages from all of you saying like, oh, we heard you in our ear, build our email list, send emails. So because they had done paid ads, because they were a business with like a lot of revenue, they had customers on their list. They already acquired them. They acquired them. All of you, no matter what size business you have right now, have acquired customers. The only ones of you that don't have access to your customers would be people on Etsy, And people on Amazon, you don't get access to their email addresses where you can't message them separately, which is why so many people come to us. So many business owners come to us for multi-stream machine because they realize that they can't have all their eggs in the Etsy basket because social media goes down, Etsy goes down. You have no way to contact your customers. So at this point, all of you should really be thinking Can I up my organic marketing game, right? And one of the number one ways, and we did this as a bonus, and it'll be a bonus next time we open multi stream Machine, is how to build your email list for product-based businesses, right? So organic marketing is email. They sent out an email and they made $8,000 off of one email. They were blown away that they could just make magic money print from the sky Mm -hmm. by sending an email. They had
1: a very large list. They do, but,
0: but they just... You know, they felt so stuck. All of us feel stuck sometimes and they
1: realize that they weren't stuck. But even if they didn't have a large list, because just remember their product isn't that expensive either, right? So um, this was something too with everybody that when the world shut down and in-person, you know, shut down. 2020, remember that? that Yeah, 2020. (laughs) I know I skipped it on my finger. So obviously I did not remember it. it. I've blacked it out even in my counting. (laughs) So the thing is, we said, what do you need to do now that the world is shut down and these were our multi-million dollar masterminders, you know, and then, but also start, um, you know. Multi-stream machine students. Yeah, multi-stream machine students. We said, go to your existing customers. Who are your existing customers? They're the ones that are on your email list right? They exist for you to sell to already, right? If they leave, that's fine. I'm not going to go into that whole rant again that we did on (laughs) Bosses and Breakfast. But the thing is that you have to nurture them and then you have to sell to them because you are indeed a business, right? So nurture, sell, nurture, sell, You know, toggle between those two things. And it's okay because you need to sell and you do it through your email.
0: Yeah, and other organic marketing is social media is YouTube videos. You know, um organic marketing is word yeah. of mouth. It's yeah, word creating of mouth. creating raving fans. I mean, we have an entire module inside of Multishy machine about what to do like how to create these raving fans, people who just talk about your product everywhere. We talk about this cuz way back in the day, Mina was following just a friend from high school on Facebook and this friend from high school before these were super trendy was using an ice roller on her face and she was just talking about it she's not an influencer she was
1: just a friend that really loved her ice roller Mm -hmm. and then and then I bought the ice roller and then guess what happened I talked about it on my Instagram stories And a whole bunch of people, I'm assuming this, (laughs) I'm assuming bought it. And I still talk about that because I would We talk about it on our podcast. Yeah, because it influenced me, right? And then I went in turn, influenced those other people. Now, word of mouth and referral, you know, whatever you want to call it, it really, when you think about it, has always started with friends and family. Always. We all have our own sphere of influence, whether we say we do or not, you know, there's even with me, I talk about all my purchases to my sisters and to even my aunts and everything, you know, like I will just, you know, you just naturally talk about it. to my mom friends. I talk about when I used to hang out with my mom. Friends. Do you have Mom friends? Do you have <laughs> any friends outside I do, of me? actually. Even I'm my sisters kidding. could list them off. I don't leave so my money, basement, but you do. <laughs> I haven't seen them in forever. I said, when, you know, when I had mom friends, but I remember I would share the things that I really liked, you know, just very naturally because I was helping them. Yeah. So you think, wear a
0: jacket and someone says, oh, where'd you get that jacket? That's yeah. influence. That's if you love your jacket, you're telling somebody about it.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, hey, you need to label your baby bottles for daycare, you know, and you're sitting there with your mom friend. There's this friend I have, Mina, she owns Low Labels. You should go buy some from her, you know. Which I've
0: gotten so many messages from so many of my family members that have been like, hey, should I buy Mina's labels from Amazon or her <laughs> website? And I'm like, Amazon, so she doesn't have to fill it because she's busy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm putting her to work. Um, so really think about organic marketing and how that can help you because organic there's more benefits to it than it just being free. It is a free education in my mind, right? Like you get to learn what the customers don't like. You get to learn what is really selling. You get to learn what people actually refer you as. Sometimes it's all kinds of wackiness or sometimes you understand my messaging is so clear that they're able to refer me so super easily, you know?
0: Yeah, so this is the year for all of you. If if you take anything away from this, And you think about organic marketing, this is the year for you to talk about your business and for you to really focus on getting other people to talk about your business. Um, And it can start with friends and family if you're at the very beginning. And if not, then you'll use some of these strategies we teach you today to think, okay, well, how can other people be talking about it in front of other people's audiences,
1: Uh in front of their friends, their family? How do you spread the word? and talk about it with the intention of getting them on your email um, list. So as you're, you know, it starts with friends and family, but we all know our friends and family were the first ones that signed up for our email list. And that is okay. That's how it's always been done. And so, then you
0: ask them to share hey, by the way, um, you know, thank you so much for supporting me. Would you, you know, if you know anyone else with little kids that, you know, they're sending their kids to daycare, let them know about little labels because I know a lot of us get worried about it. Like, we feel like we're being salesy. We feel like it's like, in a, it's like some, I don't know, it feels icky to people but it's authentic and they want to support you and I think you don't know what they're thinking. You're thinking your own thing for them. But if you had a friend come up to you that was like, hey, I started this candle business. You're like, oh my goodness, I'd love to see it. Oh, wow, it smells amazing. Oh, wow, I'd love to buy one to support your business. And then they're like, amazing, great. And if you have any gifts that you want to get anyone or like if you know anyone, you know, let them know about my business. Like, it'd be so amazing to like grow this business. I'm really passionate about it. So just... Do this because I know you're all here listening because you want to grow your businesses. So know that this is a key component of it. So we've talked about paid marketing. We've talked about organic marketing, right? And growing your email list, my friends. I don't care where you're selling. We are going to work on growing your email list. If you and need help. And asking for referrals. Mm-hmm. If you need help, remember, multi-show machine, when the door is open, come join. We will help you with this. But the next part is partnerships. And remember, this is a mix of all of these because all of these instances, 2020, 2021, the Facebook shutdown, in-person shutdown, we realized that we couldn't have all of our eggs. Actually, Etsy was down recently for a whole day. Yeah, it was. Remember that? We haven't even talked about the Etsy <laughs> shutdown of 2021. Let that out. <laughs> <laughs> that was, we were supporting our students through that too. So think about it. These things that could go away are all of your eggs in that basket, and will that shut your business down? So we need for you to think, how do I, you know, have my eggs in more than one basket? So no matter what happens in the world, my business could keep going. So the next one is partnership. We can touch on that, but partnerships are in the form of what Mina. It's
1: usually when somebody gets a cut of something. So like, let's just say an influencer, it's a free product. That's a form of a collaboration, paid partnership in a way that even if you gave them free product, it is an exchange, right? Sometimes it's an affiliate where they get, let's say, 20% cut. You know, um, remember Jacqueline had said that marketing and sales go hand in hand. So we could kind of play around with that here too, because for example, Amazon gets 15%, Etsy gets 5%, you know, wholesalers get 50%. Now, again, we're talking marketing strategies here, not sales strategies. So that's why partnership is usually, when I think of it, I think of it as an influencer, an affiliate, a um, brand ambassador that gets some sort of exchange versus a sales platform, which is more about, is it direct to customer or is it business to business? You know, and so there's all these different things in there, which is more sales, but sales does have an overlap to marketing. So I'm going to pull back from that just so I don't confuse everybody and it make your brilliance. But you're right though, because a lot Uh of students
0: come to us, like our multi-machine students come to us and they're like, hey... I have a sales rep and they want to take a percentage or yeah. I want to get on this platform and it's going to take a percentage. So many push, people push back on um, Amazon, for example, because they, they're like, Amazon takes this percentage.
1: But even Etsy, is, and it's 5%, and people are like, I can't wait to get off of Etsy. And I'm like, you need to stay on Etsy. The 5% is them bringing you customers if you're making sales Which on is there.
0: a marketing budget, my friends. So if yeah. you think about your business as a business, what percentage of your business is being you know, what are, where there's this paid marketing, but then what you, you pay for marketing. Time and money, right? Your time costs money. Money is money. You're going to have to spend somewhere
1: to other get- Other platforms that
0: other people built, Yeah, right? To get, acqu- like to acquire new customers. Marketing is the acquisition of new people, the acquisition of new eyes. And then what your goal is for marketing is to convert that to sales. So partnerships could be, it's not- exactly what we're saying here, but sort of getting onto other platforms, because Mm -hmm. when you're on Amazon, you're in front of the gazillions of people. That's a real number that Mm -hmm. are on Amazon that are shopping. When you're on Etsy, you're in front of Etsy customers that are looking for it. When you are selling wholesale, right? And yes, you're paying a sales rep or a platform commission and um, wholesale, you, you know, you're, you're selling them, wholesale prices instead of retail prices, but they have foot traffic of human beings walking through their store and discovering your product. So all of this is marketing. Mm -hmm. The other side to this partnership is influencers, whether you're gifting them product or paying them to, to, to push it out could be affiliate partners. Like Mina said, like where you have brand ambassadors or affiliates and they. Talk about you know your ice roller or your labels or your jacket, and they get a percentage of every sale that they make. But the whole idea of par- and it could be collaborations with other product bosses, with other people in your market space. It could yeah. be pop ups at boutiques. It could be trunk shows because the partnership is two people coming together, or two businesses coming together to try and get in front of new people and sell more. Yeah. And so partnerships, each is other's audiences, way. right? Each mm-hmm. other's eyes. And so partnerships is a really key way to think about it. And that's what we see happening. Um, As podcasters, when we first started with zero audience, Mina and I were successful in our businesses, but we didn't have, we were not influencers. We did not have an audience. We had none of that. But our partnerships were getting onto other people's podcasts, getting in front of their their community is getting in front of their listeners and then talking about us as product-based business experts. And then they would come listen, right? That was our number one way. We didn't pay for ads. We didn't pay for placement. We paid, we created partnerships and friendships that then we got in front of their people. So it's the same thing for all of you. Even in multi stream Machine this holiday season, we saw, I think it was eight businesses partner together that were all in the food category and they all created a reel and they all did a giveaway to get in front of each other's audiences in food. And that was amazing. And that happened in our community.
1: Yeah. And before you all think that you need to go pitch a bunch of podcast casters to be on their podcast, the answer is no, you don't need to do that unless it pertains to what you're doing. For example, I could probably go to, there's a whole bunch of podcasts for nursing and sleep, helping babies sleep, right? And I could go to those and pitch my labels if I wanted to or talk about my story. It's a different strategy. But the thing is that when you're looking at those, I want to give the example of low labels so I don't we don't confuse you with the service-based side of this. So for low labels, I was actually mostly in partnership. I haven't done paid ads, though I have played around with Google Ads and Facebook Ads for low labels, but my my costs were too high for the cost of my labels. I couldn't get my average cart value up high enough to make it worth acquiring those customers. And then for organic, I have a lot of family members, friends, you know everything. Um, I have an email list and I have referrals. So I started with that, right. And then for partnership, which can go in two places, right? I have the my marketing budget in my mind goes towards Amazon ads a lot of money goes towards Amazon ads. And I did that a lot more money when I first started, not as much money. I will tell you that I've tapered it down because I don't need it anymore because I got reviews now and I've gotten um, you know the traction from being on there for a long time. So partnership wise, I'm giving them 15%, right? And they're fulfilling. So I'm pay- paying them for Amazon to fulfill as well. And then for ads, that's my marketing budget that I'm putting it towards. Just like when I have my labels in subscription boxes, they also take a cut. And I'm also able to, when I think about marketing budget, I actually have a special sticker that I give them a special code that I put onto each of the packages for them. Like I did one for Bloom and Bloom had a, a, a special um, sticker that was their unique code, for example. You know, so I'm really playing around with all three of those you know and it's a mix of all three and because sales and marketing go hand in hand i know this is getting a, a little bit confusing but it's because they go hand in hand it's it's a little bit of fold over from pay, uh, partnership into paid for example You know, like Amazon can go into partnership, but it also goes into paid because I'm doing ads, you know? So really thinking about, okay, I need to look at those three buckets. How can I make it be a mix, a hybrid of all those things? Because I cannot just simply rely on Facebook ads. I cannot simply rely on one sales platform or one influencer or one brand ambassador. And I cannot simply rely on uh, referral marketing, right organic is actually the slowest one but it, it you you could rely on only email a lot of people do that but what if email service providers had some big huge change like apple did right you do still want to mix it up a little bit even though it is a really big asset
0: yeah so i hope you i hope you're all taking this away it makes so much sense as mina explains it and i think and that's the thing right we just all we do not your marketing strategies are that you do not have all your eggs in one basket okay yeah So the last strategy we want to share with all of you, and you've heard us say this over and over, we have a whole free challenge called the bestseller secrets challenge that we teach this over five days, totally free. We really help you discover your bestseller and um, decide what you're going to do with that bestseller, right? But that is our, our final strategy for you, which is we want you in 2022 to lead and focus on your bestseller, we want your business to be known for something. And that something is your bestseller. Mm-hmm,
1: yeah. Make sure that all of you that have gone through our challenges, that you go through all of them and you go through them multiple times. Because it really makes a big difference when you're going through how much you take away from there. Because as Jacqueline said, not only is it be, this is not a generic comment of be known for your bestseller. We teach you how to use your bestseller. What are you going to do with your bestseller? You know, once you figure out what it is and how can you figure it out if you don't know what it is. So there's lots of action that happens within it. And you you actually, the the way growth happens is consistency in action, right? So, you know, how does it look different from rock your holiday promotions challenge your business, you know, now versus in bestseller secrets challenge when we do it in February, make sure you go through that. And if you went through the previous year, it will look different even from then, you know, so make sure you're repeatedly doing all these actions because as we're talking about it, these, this is just us talking about it. The real magic comes in you taking action and figuring this out, how it applies to your own business.
0: And it makes everything so much easier. So everything we've yeah. talked about before this was social media, right? We don't want you to rely fully on it, which is why we gave you the idea of pop marketing. But if, if and when you post on social, are you posting your bestseller? Do people know about that? For pop marketing, for your paid, If you're doing paid marketing, you're driving it probably to your best seller. That's the thing that's easiest for you to convert and sell. If you're doing organic marketing, are people talking about you and saying, you know, like, oh,
1: I love, you know, oh, little labels. I love their, you know, animal friends, little labels, which is, Mm -hmm. you know. Or even baby bottles, right? I don't know if you guys have noticed, but anytime I talk about little labels, I always talk about my baby bottle labels. Very rarely will you ever hear me talk about the clothing labels. Like I actually never mention them. And so that's because what... They're kind of a pain in the butt for supply chains, (laughs) (laughs) says someone in 2021. (laughs) Two, they're not our best seller compared to our baby bottle labels. And it's harder for people to understand in a way, you yeah. know? Like it's like, oh, you label your clothing, but why do you label your clothing? Whereas most people are like, oh, I need to send my kid to daycare. I need to label the bottles, you know? Yeah.
0: So when she talks about that and you hear her say that, now it doesn't mean that customers are not going to land on her website or go to her Amazon listing and discover that she has these other products or they buy, because you don't really always have to label your kids' clothes initially, but maybe eventually you do for camp and you're, you've bought in, you're now a customer of little labels and you get to, as needed over the course of your, ch- your children's lives, go back and buy mm-hmm. product from her. I mean, so, you do
1: for school. Yeah. Believe I still it or or not, for camp yeah. and
0: all the things.
1: Everybody should be labeling their stuff for their kids for school, but it isn't required. That's the thing so ours, school it is oh it is mm-hmm. oh ours is just has like a gigantic lost and found I ran out and then I ran out of labels and so I started
0: writing with sharpie on the fabric uh-huh. and I was like oh my business partner literally sells these labels but I was like but I'm a fashion designer and I can write on clothes
1: <laughs> this <laughs> is my mental thing
0: That's organic, right? And then people see it. So maybe there are people writing with Sharpie on their kids' labels. And then someone else says, Oh wow, look at that fabric label. And then they'll discover little labels. Um but it's being referable. It's it's being known for something. And the same with partnership marketing, right? You're gonna want to take your bestseller. You're not gonna give the thing that you cannot move to save your life to an influencer or to put on Amazon. Like, why take the thing you can't sell and try and sell more of those? The world is telling you something, right? But you have this one scent or style or color or product, and there's variations in all of these, but you have that. And people are telling you, we love these and we want more. That is what you lean into. It doesn't mean you get rid of everything, but if you work with us, we do help you kind of purge your inventory. But it doesn't mean you get rid of everything, but you talk about that and you're known for it. And this, my friends, we have seen people become million-dollar businesses, multi-million-dollar businesses from doing less versus adding more. Um, And you might be like, oh, I don't want that million dollars. Totally cool. But we just want to give you such a grand example that you can see that like... It gets you past that first hundred thousand. It gets you past that first five hundred thousand. If you don't want that million
1: dollars, you probably want to be doing less, at least, right? You yeah. going to choose how much money you make. You get to stop at any point. You know, this is something I think is a mindset thing for people who are like, I don't want the million dollars, but I don't want to be making all the time. Or I don't, you don't want, want to, to, to make thirty
0: things to get your first hundred thousand. What if you could make ten things and yeah. get a hundred thousand?
1: but you better believe those same people want to be doing less. They want to be smarter about what they're doing. They want to know it's even actually possible in that same sort of way. So be open to it. I know it, it, the, this whole entire thing has been a lot because it's more workshop style than our usual podcast episodes though. I got to say my coffee hasn't kicked in yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the counting of five <laughs> figures. <laughs> and so I think that, you know, for all of you you can always be doing less but making it matter more like the effort right we we want to lessen your effort into making the amount of money that you want to be making
0: yeah and it takes strategy right it takes strategy so when we talk about 2022 and your strategy i think from a marketing perspective we're 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 wanting you to lean in we want you to minimize we want you to not you know have all your eggs in the the social media basket realizing that there's other ways you can do this and a lot of times it's diversifying your platforms that you sell on you know it it could be picking one of these things we talked about today and implementing that in the first 90 days of the year it does not mean you have to do all of the things at once. So um, if you want more support, stick with us. We are launching our new year uh, workshops that are gonna come out to you in January. Um, we are gonna start registration pretty soon here. Um, and you will be able to go with us on that journey where we set you up for success in 2022, as well as the Bestseller Secrets Challenge, which is coming to you right in the very beginning of February. And you will feel mid-February, you will have such clarity. And you will know the next steps that you want to take in your product-based business. So thank you and happy
1: new year, my friends. Yeah, happy new year. We're so excited. This is going to be a really fun year. <laughs> oh no. <this> is, <laughs> okay, knock on wood. That was a wood. knock on wood. It's going to be a great year. Still fun. It's going to be a year. It's going to be a year. It's going to be a year.
0: So that no one can make a real laughing at us as we've documented how we feel, but every year is just a year, and we all get we all have the tools to do it and make it whatever type of year we want it to be, and we're doing it together as a community, right? The Product Boss community together. So come hang out with us on social media. You know, um, join our free Facebook group. Just just be with us as we go through the next year, whatever it may hold. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Bye.